This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Dan Bongino. Welcome to the Bongino Brief. I'm Dan Bongino. The Dinkins Effect. What do I mean by the Dinkins Effect? If you grew up in New York City like I did in the 80s, one of the mayors of New York City, the first black mayor of New York, Eric Adams, the mayor-elect now, is the second black mayor of New York City. The first black mayor was David Dinkins, a radical leftist who drove the city into the ground. The man was a horror show. He uh, ran for one term. He won. He got destroyed by Rudy Giuliani. Giuliani then cleaned up the city for two terms. Dinkins was terrible. I call it the Dinkins effect because when Mayor Dinkins got in office, you know, the race hustlers and the identity politics people on the left, they only want to celebrate things that involve race, not things that involve big R God-given rights and principles. They made David Dinkins out in New York to be the Messiah. If you read the papers, oh, David Dinkins, David Dinkins, oh my gosh, David Dinkins is so wonderful. The problem was David Dinkins was so wonderful that New York City descended into total madness. So much so that a Republican won for the first time in eons in Rudy Giuliani and got rid of David Dinkins because he was so terrible. Crime had exploded through the roof. I mean, financial markets were leaving and headed overseas to London. It was a disaster. Times Square. It was like, what's the cantina, Guy, in Star Wars? The Moss Eisley Cantina. That's how Star Wars was. was, uh, That's how uh, New York was. It was Star Wars. It was Moss Eisley. It was that bad. Well, why do I call it the Dinkins effect? Because after Dinkins was voted out of office, even the New York media had to recognize at one point the disaster David Dinkins was. Why? Not because they, you know, they wanted to hurt the Democrat Party and tell the truth, but because they realized they still had to have some semblance of dignity. And when Giuliani turned the city around, the people who were getting mugged weren't getting mugged. And the people who got off the train at Times Square noticed the place was different. The media just couldn't keep writing stories about how the turnaround of New York City wasn't a turnaround. So they eventually had to throw Dinkins under the bus and say, "Okay, Dinkins really sucked and was terrible like they did with Jimmy Carter. But he was just a terrible leader, not a bad Democrat. You get it? That happens. I promise it happens. It's not because the media has any sense of dignity. It's because they want to sell papers and they can't tell people forever what's not happening is happening and what's happening isn't happening. You're seeing that transformation now. Less than one year into the Biden administration, where the media, Joy Reid, even people on CNN, Piers Morgan, who's a leftist, are all starting to say this is a total disaster. You doubt me? Here's the Daily Mail, the David Dinkins moments here already. Daily Mail, Piers Morgan, longest headlines ever, Daily Mail. Biden doesn't stand a chance in 2024, and neither does the epically unpopular and useless Kamala. So unless Joe finds a new VP to succeed him, soon the Dems can kiss goodbye to the White House. Like, that's the piece? No, no, that's the headline. That's just the headline. Listen, Piers will play some issues down the center, but he's generally a leftist. Generally. I want to stereotype the guy. I'm just telling you what I think he'd tell you himself. Piers Morgan recognizes the fact that cancel culture is an awful thing, and he recognizes the fact that it's over for these guys. Everyone in the White House knows it's over. Therefore, they're going to double down on radical leftism because they know the only people that can still use Joe Biden for the useful tool he is are radical leftists who need him to be a puppet while they're the puppet master. He's done. The goose is cooked. The Dinkins moment is here. You think the embarrassment, by the way, can't get any worse? You want to see why the David Dinkins moments arrived? 
I think it's unquestionable at this point that this is the worst vice president we've seen in modern U.S. history. Kamala Harris has shown none of the traits in a real leader. Put party politics aside for a moment. Has shown none of the traits in a real leader that would lead people to believe she's even remotely capable of the position she's in now, no less the presidency later. Character? Nope. She'll lie about anything. Leadership skills? Nope. She was put in charge of the border. We haven't even seen her down there. She went to El Paso where they're not having a border crisis. Integrity? Nope. You know, powerful orator and, and speaker in public who can inspire people? <laughs> nope. She's got nothing. She's got none of the traits. None of the traits. Honesty? Nope. None of the traits you'd look for in a leader. I've never seen a media clip sum up the poor character of a person as well as this one is. Here's Kamala Harris overseas in France. You may have seen this. If you have, I'm sorry to repeat it again, but it's important. It's not just funny. It shows how terrible of a person she really is. She's over in France giving a speech about the plan with France, and she starts doing a fake Pepe Le Pew-like accent in the middle of the French media overseas representing the United States. The plan, I don't know if the French accent is is Tattoo from Fantasy Island. His name was Tattoo, right, Joe? That t- was it yeah, tattoo? Yeah. That's, that, yeah. It was. Tattoo, yeah. I don't know if this is tattoo or if this is a French accent. This is in front of the world stage, our vice president. Listen to Pepe Le Pew. Check this out. With us in government, we campaign with the plan. Uppercase T, uppercase P, the plan. And then the environment is such that we're expected to defend the plan. Even when the first time we roll it out, there may be some glitches and it's time to reevaluate and then do it again. Now you know why the, the Dinkins effect is here now? The plan. The, the plane? The plan. What are you talking about? That was the worst affectation <laughs> I have ever heard. Pooey. Joe, that's a better French accent than Kamala. <laughs> I mean, this is really, we are really in the danger zone of stupid right now. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. So as Biden and Kamala do the Pepe Le Pew and the cackle everywhere they go, inflation rages right here. Now, I've warned you about inflation repeatedly. It's the subject of a video the other day made by the Media Research Center, uh, which is a great place. They had me in a video saying over and over about inflation repeatedly. You've been warned. 
You've been warned. You've been warned. And I'm warning you again. Folks, inflation is an everywhere a monetary phenomenon, and it is making you poorer by the day. Now the hard numbers are out. The facts are kicking everybody in the grapefruits. Here it is. CNBC headline. Inflation has taken away all the wage gains for workers and then some. This is not some right-leaning website. It's CNBC. That's why I picked it. To show you that even the left is starting to realize that we have David Dinkins in the White House. Read this from the piece. So, you know, listen, uh, inflation's gone up 0.9%, far more than had been expected. That was the bad news. Very bad news, in fact. It's a quote from the piece. That's because it meant that, all told, real average hourly earnings, when accounting for inflation, decreased 0.5% for the month. So an apparent solid paycheck increase actually turned into a decrease and another setback for workers still struggling to shake off the effects of the COVID, uh, COVID pandemic. Real purchasing power is all that matters. The nominal number on your paycheck doesn't mean a damn thing. It's what it buys that matters. I'd rather make 1500 a week and be able to buy a Lamborghini than $2 million a week and be stuck with a Ford Pinto. The left is hiding this from you saying wages are going up. Real purchasing power of wages is not going up. This is getting so bad that the David Dinkins moment is not just here for CNBC. The David Dinkins moment is here for Joy Reid too, as she notices if inflation goes up 2% and wages only go up 1%, you got poorer. Here is the gold medal winner in the dopey media talking head Olympics. Even she gets it. Check this out. Unless you've been living under a rock this year, you've probably noticed that your money isn't going as far as it used to with higher prices on gas, food, and your energy bill. That would be inflation. And today, the Labor Department announced that it's at its highest level in 30 years. I mean, does Joy Reid have to get demoted? Do we have to move Brianna Keeler into it? I mean, really? This, that, that is a big, I know, that's a lot. That, that's like heresy. I mean, strike that from the record immediately. Rewind the tape. Strike that. <laughs> when you've lost Joy Reid, You've lost the argument. Tapper from CNN notices this too. So Tapper has the hapless White House chief of staff, Ron Klain, on. And Ron Klain hilariously tries to clap back at Tapper. I cut out Tapper's part of me because Tapper says to him, listen, inflation's going up again. It went down a little bit. Now it's going up a lot. Ron Klain, the hapless White House chief of staff, he's like, no, 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 none of that's true. And he proceeds to cite on CNN a CNN fact check. Yes, this actually happened. Check this out. Well, I want to quote a leading source on this topic, which said today that the government spending of this year, uh, it, to say that the government spending of this year caused an increase in gas and food prices is false. That was the CNN fact check that was out this morning uh, on CNN about these, these claims. On CNN, despite getting called out by CNN, cites a CNN fact check. Yeah, that's who I take my uh, CNN, the PP tape hoaxers. That's who I take my advice from. Joy Reid and Tapper both know that as American workers start to struggle more and more, as their paychecks go up, but what they can buy goes down, that this is going to turn into a genuine stagflation in the early 1980s era crisis. They all see the writing on the wall. This is one of the most powerful videos. Ken Langone talks about the real dangers of this inflation crisis right now, how it feeds off itself. I'll explain what that means. And how inflation is a regressive tax. I'll explain what that means too coming up. But listen to Langone 
Again, saying the quiet part out loud that even Joy Reid and Tapper are starting to recognize. Check this out. Where do you think we are uh, in terms of, of policy in this country? Right? What is it? Uh, 70% think we're headed the wrong direction. Uh, you started it, Ken. I don't want to get political, but... Uh, uh, let me give you a warning. Yeah. This inflation is a lot worse than people think. It is not transitory. <clears throat> and trust me, the, the little people, people like my parents and Lowry's parents... They're going to suffer because it's a inflation is a regressive tax. It hits the poor people hardest of all. We have serious problems in America. Langone is absolutely correct. True story. Again, I don't tell fake stories for effect on the show. Paula needs a new car. Okay, so we're downstairs in the kitchen. She's shopping around, and uh, she she says to me, "My gosh, she was looking at a pretty expensive car, right?" And it was like expensive but ridiculously expensive and she's like i'm not paying that for this car this is crazy the guy then from the dealer calls her back and says hey like it already sold and then paula comes back to me an hour later and goes listen i'm gonna have to go to a different dealer to get this car but i better get it now before the price goes up again tomorrow and i thought you just summed up for my i told her that my entire audience the pernicious downward spiral inflation causes You'll hear the term inflation expectations a lot. That's exactly what they mean. When it gets built into people's heads that the price is going to go up next week and tomorrow, what do they do? They jump in a market when they're not even ready, buy a car they don't even want like Paula's going to do. She wanted the other car because they're afraid the price is going to go up tomorrow, which does what? Which causes other cars to disappear as Paula buys it, which co- which causes the next guy looking for that car who can't find it to say, oh my gosh, someone bought it before me to do the same thing. Which causes then people to do what? To hoard. Hey, I better go hoard meat and buy a freezer because the price is going to go up next month. I better get it now. Which causes what? Less meat. Which causes the more money they're printing to chase even less meat, which makes the inflation even worse. Which causes more people to hoard. Now, there are people on the left, again, media people and Democrats in the party institution in the swamp who are starting to realize that the Dinkins moment is here right now. One of them is Joe Manchin. Here's an article by Axios. Joe Manchin, who is a moderate Democrat senator, is starting to realize that if Biden's build back worse plan to spend three to four trillion more dollars passes, that it's going to cause inflation like we haven't seen, even though we're living through inflation we haven't seen right now. Manchin may delay Biden's social spending plan over inflation. Joe Manchin does not want to be part of the financial apocalypse coming if this passes. Can you imagine printing $4 trillion to insert into the economy? Can you imagine doing that under the inflationary pressures you have now? You think my wife's story about I better buy the car now before the price goes up is bad? Wait till she better buy the car till the price goes up, uh, you know, 50 and 60 percent by next year. People are going to start hoarding everything. The Dan Bongino Show. If you'd like to hear more, subscribe to the Dan Bongino Show wherever you get your podcasts.